I'm getting red in the face. That means I'm getting tired. But it's kind of crazy that I can just look at one time and now we're live. How did that happen? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and I am so happy to have you here with me today, guys. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know what you're up to, what's going on in your week, weekend, weekday. You might be on the toilet or the treadmill. It doesn't matter. I hope you're having a beautiful time doing it, man. We have we have got an exciting show for you today, dude. And I don't really have anything specifically thrilling or exciting to talk about. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a jet setter, okay? I don't have the craziest experiences week to week. I can't just come on here and say, well, you know, I was on the yacht this weekend. And let me tell you, there were some quite interesting stories to say. No, that's not really it. That's not really what I, I uh, you know, talk about here on the show. And that's not to say I don't have anything to talk about. I do. I just don't know what it is yet. We are going to ramble and have some fun as we please. I'm excited to do the show regardless because I'm here with you, right? This is a dialogue, a conversation where we come in here and I'm feeling extra amped up and excited here today. Just filled with passion and ambition and desire and, you know, other words that mean uppity and go get it, dude. So I'm excited. Let's have ourselves a fun time. Um, but before we do, I want to address the elephant in the room. The curtains, okay? So I put out a poll, red or blue. Now... With that, you guys voted. And you losers were no help at all. <laughs> I'm joking. That was a bit aggressive. You losers helped a little, but not a lot. There was about 50 plus people that saw this. And the decisions, the results came back perfectly split. How about that? Apparently, I accidentally befriended two types of different people, a separate path, right? We have a blue team and a red team, and, and I, this wasn't some sort of psychological test to figure out, you know, who are you, what's going on? I just genuinely wanted to know what kind of curtains to get, and you didn't help me at all, dude. I mean, you did again, but, like, not. Nah, I'm glad to know you like them. You guys like the curtains. That was very nice to say, but but we didn't get a... a, a end result here. So now I'm stuck with two separate curtains. I don't know. Do I combine them? Do I get a purple one? Do I have both of them? I mean, yeah, freaking freaking both does look pretty good. A couple people said both. Um, so do I need to, I might have to put the poll back out again, see red or blue or both and see what the results come back because I can't come back with perfectly split. That's not fair. I was trying to get results, but we didn't get them, but that's okay guys. Cause I'm excited to be here today. Um, nothing happened with the Rubik's cube, got some more oranges, but I don't know how to get rid of this white one here. But that's okay. That's just the, that's the nature of the game. That's the nature of the puzzle. Let's have ourselves a time. Okay, let's get right into the news, right into the stories. Um, so, yeah, no, I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't have a crazy story on a yacht. But I tell you what I did do. I went to my grandfather's birthday this week. Oh, yeah, man. If you came out here to the show, you're like, oh, what you going to talk about? Something crazy, dude. What kind of life does Tristan live? Yeah, I went to my papa's birthday party, and there was cake there. Enough said, dude. Um, so, yeah, there's there's not much to say about the birthday specifically. And that's not to say that it wasn't thrilling or exciting. It was. You know, happy birthday. Um, but it was uh, it was just nice to have your family, your people, your relatives and friends and, and good times to just kind of, you know, chill and talk and have a, have a beautiful little moment together. And I will also say there are more family members and relatives that listen to this podcast than I was aware of. And that really warms my heart, I'll tell you what, because it's just nice to know that they're paying attention, that they care, that they're really noticing you. And and that's not to say I just assumed you were some unsupportive shrills for the past year and a half I've been doing the show, but... <laughs> I mean... You didn't say much before, you know? So, uh, it was, it's good to know, <laughs> good to hear, dude. 
it's always super nice. Um, and the interesting thing about that, especially like with some friends, people that listen to acquaintances or whatever, they're like, you know, you you talk differently. You know, you're 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 on the podcast. You're so excited. You're all over the place. And with family members, I'm I'm a little more dialed back. And that's because I learned very early on that uh, the world is not suited for someone like me. Okay, so be like, are you are you fake on the podcast? Is it a character or something? No, dude. Okay, this me. This, I would argue, is my truer self than what you're getting in a normal setting because I learned that my behavior is not allowed or permitted in normal social situations. Okay, so there are levels to Tristan. I'm a dynamic guy. I'm all over the place. Um, so at a family gathering, you might get me at a five. I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, what's going on? Oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah, I understand. Oh, yeah, no, of course. No, it's cool. Oh, you don't say. So that's kind of that five. You get a neutral ground. A couple jokes here and there, but just kind of baseline. Maybe a five, um, possibly a six, if you know me really well. But here, dude, I would argue I'm a, I'm a seven or maybe even eight when I'm really getting going. Um, but yeah, that's that's just the excitement of who I am. I'm kind of all over the place. So this is my true self. And this is you just don't get this because this is spotlights all on me, right? Cameras, give me the zone. This is what it would be like if everyone just in the room immediately went, whew, turned their eyes toward me and said, hey, Tristan, go. Just be you, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, guys. Let's talk about something interesting. You know, why did people choose to be a dentist? Isn't that crazy? You ever tried to understand someone else's passions? And I would just kind of ramble and do my own thing because that's who I am. That's where my brain is going already. But that's not who I am as this kind of just calm and, you know, chill demeanor person. That's not that's not Tristan at all. You think you know me, but you don't. If you want to know me, family and people, which apparently you do, you listen to the podcast. That's so nice. You hand, you know. Applause for the people that are supportive. Um, but, you know, if, if you're listening to this, you're getting a deeper sense of myself. So, yeah, this is this is about a 7 or an 8. Nobody gets me at a 10, dude. I don't even get to experience myself at a 10. It's so rare, dude. When I when I get onto a 10, things happen, okay? It's it's like Hammy, Manny, whatever. The, the squirrel's name from over the hedge. He gets the caffeine body, starts shaking. Bug eyes. Glass shattering sound effects in the background. I'm all over the place. A literal cartoon. You know, there's there's birds flying in the air. The last time I went to a ten, I, I don't even know, dude. Was it like the 2008 like market crash? I <laughs> I have no idea, dude. Um, and I don't even know what that means. But that's like might might be a little bit of a nine squeaking out there. I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it was uh it was good times and it was interesting and yeah. So people that are like that, hey, why are you this character? Is this is it a show you're putting on? Is it just a persona? No. This is the true me. This is the realer version of Tristan. Everything that's lower than this is fake. And the higher and more real we get um, is the, just the excited version of myself. But yeah, dude, uh, I'm feeling good and I'm feeling excited. Talking a lot. I'm trying to learn how to dial it back. You want to talk slower. And part of the set is interesting because we kind of this. it's kind of like this farmhouse, rustic kind of feel with the excited goofy silliness it's two worlds kind of collide and you're like well it's just this laid-back chill environment with this it's blocked it's passing out um so <laughs> i don't know what to make of that man I'm, I'm a fast guy i'm constantly moving but part of this set in general with nothing else just just being here in front of this just kind of makes me want to lay it back a little bit but again my real self is so so I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I cannot be at a 10. If you saw me at a 10, you would legit put me in, in an asylum. Not because I'm crazy. Well, you know, just because I'm so fast, so paced, everything is so quick and out of my mouth. And, you know, it's it's very rare. And, and people would be like, we got to put him on a stretcher. You would see me hauling away and I'd be like, 
I was speaking new languages. I would, <laughs> I'd be inventing things. I would be like, I don't know. I would be casting spells. Number 10, Tristan is dangerous, but it's the most real and authentic self I have to give. But it's cool, dude. Yeah, we're talking fast. We are. And I'm trying to lay it back. It's so it's so interesting because you're like, yo, this is me and I want to be my real me. But does the chill person make more sense to be right? Does the calm demeanor guy, does that help? Does that lend itself better to a conversational podcast in terms where the main concept is listening? I don't know, dude. But uh, I was trained. I was trained to talk fast. Now, I talk fast with a lot of excitement and enthusiasm for what I have to say, but also I grew up in a, in a family of boys, dude. And I grew up in a family of of talkers, and I was the third in line, dude. I was the third kid, so there was already freaking seven and nine-year-olds. They're chatting, doing their own thing, and it was hard to get attention sometimes, right? As a kid, you're just like, hey, hey, you know, it was hard to get a word in sometimes because my family is a conversational aggressive driver if that makes sense they're constantly cutting each other off yeah that's interesting well well, i'll tell you about that well i get this and um and a lot of them are like we just don't like we don't like talking we're not chatty people we don't like being engaged in conversation but they're the chattiest people you could ever imagine and they won't let you get a word in so in my family if you didn't talk fast and loud you didn't talk at all dude um, so I learned early on that if I wanted to get into the sentence out, I had to say my whole novel in a second, split it. I'd be like, what? Okay, whatever. Back to our conversation. And that's just how life was growing up, dude. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to learn how to dial it back now that I'm, I'm alone here and I'm in my own show and my own element. But part of that will always be with me because I do talk to my family all the time. And I feel like I don't have a lot of seconds to get their attention. But the tension's on me, so I'm... Okay, so the camera cut out. And by the way, we removed camera two. That was another thing I meant to mention at the top of the show, but I'm just so... Um, yeah, I, 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 the camera two is there, technically. Um, but I don't want to look at it. I, I just want to ignore it. Because this is about you guys, right? We've, this camera's been here from the start number one. Camera number one, dude. Um, you know, camera number two will have its time eventually, but for right now, the editing purposes of everything that goes into that is just too much, especially when I see it and I want to have fun and bounce around between the two, it just becomes a problem. So I want to give the proper attention to the child that is in front of me. The only child, dude, this is the new kid. He's exciting. He's cute and cuddly. Whenever we want to be like, ah, I want to pinch your cheeks. No, we, we forget about the second child. The second child is there for whatever reason. This is about you. Number one, you were here first. So anyways, what was I saying? Um, yeah, it was hard to get a word in, dude. Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. What was it? I have no idea, dude. Let me think. They say if you can't remember what you were going to say within eight seconds, then it's just lost to time forever. So let me just try and recall it. Yeah, I still don't know what it is. And that's probably because I made up that concept a second ago, but it sounds legit, doesn't it? Um, so anyways, yeah, we're trying to dial it back. We're trying to trying to really get into our groove, man. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, oh, dude, I have started a very big passion project. And to preface this, uh, I talked about my my Looney Tunes calendar briefly and in that it was some sort of Chinese copy, you know, third country knockoff. They were just trying to make a quick buck. I respect it. I get it. I would do the same thing. And I have. No. <laughs> it's this weird just kind of crappy Looney Tunes thing. It's not actually by... Um, you know, the Warner Bros or anything like that or Hanna-Barbera or whoever makes it. I don't even know. The point is, I got this crappy little thing and none of the dates match. The things, the paper's falling apart. It's whatever. Someone just printed it out and sold it to me and I wasted my money and that's okay. But on the bottom of each month, 
there's these random slogans that are just on the back that you're like, hey, why Why is this on a Looney Tunes thing, dude? This isn't Looney Tunes talking. Like, one will just be like, never stop learning because life never stops teaching. And you're like, okay, Looney Tunes, thanks. I don't see how that's applicable to, you know, Roadrunner just freaking pushing Wiley Cody off the cliff, but thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And uh, it's just so I kept seeing all these these different slogans passing me by going through. And, and another one was like, you know, the second you stop learning is the second that you start dying. I'm like, what the frick is this? This is like on the Christmas month. You're like, wow, that's the holliest, jolliest thing I've ever heard, man. Kids are probably getting on their winter break. They're like, wow, I'm so excited to be done with school for a little bit. Finally, I can stop learning. We learn. I'm done. I'm done. You know, <laughs> so it's just kind of stupid. Um, there's a bunch of little ones like that but the one i saw recently was you know be the best song that you would want to hear in the world i'm like what the frick does that even mean and i i just kind of brushed it off but it stuck in my head around I'm like what the best song what, what the song it's kind of meant like you know be the you that you want to see in the world be the best version of you be the content that you want to see be the dream that you want to dream um and again i still don't even know what that means but i took that as I want to be and make the things that I want to see right now. So I'm trying to get into some voiceover and voice acting stuff. And I like to watch people who make voiceover videos. And I thought, well, I need to be auditioning a lot more. And I try to look up people doing a bunch of auditions. And there's not a ton of that stuff on there. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a challenge. One, to get me into the groove of auditioning, right? I'm going to be pushing myself to do 400 auditions in a month. Crazy, right? It's 100 in a week. That's simple math. Four. Um, yes, yeah, like I'm gonna try and do 400. That'll be like over or 15 a day, under 15, just barely. Um, and that was gonna be exciting and cool, but I'm also gonna make a video along with it for other people and also myself. I, it's the video that I want to see in the world. And I said thank you, Looney Tunes, for not only being so weird and cryptic, but also giving me a good idea indirectly. Um, so that's what I've been busy with is trying to do this, and I'm I'm just kind of speaking to myself constantly and. And uh, it's interesting. It's it's definitely a lot of time spent by yourself, crazy voices, you know, and you, you really get to know yourself when you're completely alone. And, um, you know, people are always like, hey, you got to learn to know your friends, know your peers, know your family, know this and know that. Where it's a whole thing. You know, the second you stop learning is the, the second you start dying. But, you know, how often do we take time to truly learn ourselves? Right. Um, as a side note, dude. So this podcast real quick. This is another tangent. Um, you know, when I created this podcast, it was all about trying to figure out how to discover our comedic voice. We have a lot of different aspects of that. One that I've talked in extent about is I'm a very curious guy, right? I'm a curious little cat, a beaver. I, I got a lot of questions, you know, who, what, where, when, why, how? Um, and and to just go over that briefly, it's just like if I'm asking certain questions to things and, and I get intrigued on a certain topic – uh, I just find the little oddities in life, the minor things or the major things. And the second that I get intrigued, I no longer care about what other explanation that you could offer me because the second that I'm interested, my brain is like only the most grandiose explanation can satisfy whatever I created. So that's kind of how my own brain works. So I'll, I'll come up with some random like, well, isn't that interesting, this observation, and start asking questions and make up my own explanation that makes me feel better. That is a certain comedic part that I found that I've been enjoying a lot, and that's just very authentic to myself. But another one 
is uh is I I kind of slip into this little fake philosophical voice where I'm like, well, you know, see the thing is about this and that is people are like, well, how do you do this? And I would say you do that, and that's kind of what I'm about to do right now. Um, where I was gonna say, you know, people are always like, we gotta learn this, learn your people, learn your breath, but how much? How much time are you spending to really learn about yourself? You know, you need to learn what makes you laugh, what makes you cry, you know? Everyone's so focused on spending time and 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 friendly reunions and birthday parties and gatherings and dates with these other people, but how often are you taking yourself to the beach, huh? How often are you going for a night out to the movie theaters to a dinner with just you, right? I want you to sit down at the table, bring some flowers to yourself, light a candle and say, Hey, self, let's get to know each other, right? What makes you tick? What are your dreams? What are your aspirations, man? So it's important to get to know yourself. And I think that's why I feel so self-sufficient a lot of the times. It's because I never stop talking, dude. I'm always with myself, always communicating and learning what makes me happy, what makes me tick, what makes me stressed. What makes me overwhelmed? What makes me angry, you know? So this is a fake philosophical thing. And then I keep speaking about it to the point. This is one of the comedic voices is that I, I keep speaking about it until it just actually makes sense. And people are like, wait a minute. That was kind of a joke, but he's got a point here, doesn't he? And and then I don't mean to be making points, dude. In complete honesty, when I open my mouth to start talking, I have no idea that it's actually going to be filled with knowledge or anything that has purpose. But I tell you what, dude, sometimes it's like someone just stuck my brain in a pencil sharpener because I'm that sharp. My points are on point. Um, so, yeah, that's one, that's one of the things I've been meaning to talk about. And, uh, yeah, so that's one of my one of my comedic voices. I've been enjoying that with the questionnaire. I also know we have a little bit of a cynical voice that comes through because I know people like the frustration. And that's not to say I just don't ever get frustrated. Well, frustration's beyond me, guys. Let me tell you what. There is nothing anyone could do to get me upset. No, people do. But I like playing that up to extreme because you go like, what's going on? I mean, how? And people are like, oh, this is funny. I get it because I get upset all the time. It's nice to see somebody else doing that. And you bring that up to an exaggerated version. Um, so that's really fun, too. And I feel like a lot of that is to do with certain family members, especially the like the guys in my family. The cynical comedy is usually is usually what people get. It's kind of that Bill Burr style of, you know, getting into it. That's not my impression of it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. It's kind of fun. And. I forget where this tangent was, okay? So I just took a side road, left the GPS behind, and we're just off in some other little county now. So I don't know what the conversation is or where we're supposed to be going, but I was talking about the audition thing. Oh, yeah, dude. I've been getting to know myself. See, eight seconds. You get yourself back in. Um, yeah, so I've been trying to document the 400 audition. And, you know, no one tells you this when you go to document a project and a process, but... You know, not only is the documenting just so much work, the recording and the editing and putting this kind of planning and style into it, but then you're going along this whole thing and then you realize, I still have to do the project, right? So I'm like, this is going to be a lot of work to film and make this whole little video about it, but now I still have to do 400 auditions? What the frick, dude? I have so many things going on. How am I supposed to do this? Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of work, and I'm glad I had a little you know, break to go to my grandpa's birthday party, but I'm just all over the place constantly with myself, constantly making a lot of voices. And it's a good time. We're, ha we're having a good time, though. Um, what is else is happening, dude? I don't know what our time's at because I kind of got rid of the second camera. Well, I didn't. It's there, but I really don't want to look at it because it's going to make more work for me. Um, so I don't know what we're at. 
we might be at 18 minutes. We might be at four. I talk really fast, so it's, it's hard to tell where I'm at, dude. Um, but I guess I'll just keep talking. Let's just keep going and see where this ends. I do have to pick my mom up soon. And again, I don't know what time it is. I don't know how long I've been gone. So if my mom's waiting somewhere, uh, oops, you know, but anyways, what's going on? Um, Oh, dude, one of the reasons I came on here so excited and, you know, little things excite me. This is what I was talking about. Get to know yourself, right? Ninja Turtles get me so amped up. Okay, I'm 23 years old. But there's something about the Ninja Turtles. There's something about a lot of things. I get excited about a lot of things. The very minuscule, the minor things just get me like, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, before I started the show or before I'm about to tell you what happened, I'm we're backtracking far. Before I started any of the process that I'm about to tell you, dude, I'm, the way I tell stories sometimes as I get so ahead of myself, again, I'm like, I'm learned how to talk fast that I'm an aggressive driver of conversational wisdom myself that I'll cut myself off. Hey, hey, stop, stop. So this story goes that something with the Ninja Turtles happened. And before I even got to this Ninja Turtles point, I yawned, okay? And a yawn is just a silent scream of slumber, okay? So he's just like... Yeah. Uh, this is the sound of slumber. <laughs> but I was getting tired. And I saw this Ninja Turtles pre-workout. Okay? It's just this new thing came out. And I was like, Ninja Turtles? What? What? Ninja Turtles, dude? Um, So I got so excited. I ordered it immediately. Spent a lot of money that I didn't even need to. I don't even really like pre-workout. But the thought that the Ninja Turtles was there, that I bought two of them as well, drove down there in my freaking... In my freaking polka dot socks and my slippers, dude. And I walked in, pff, hell, hey, 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 we got Ninja Turtles in here, right? And it's a, it's a workout store, right? So these buff guys that are sitting around here trying to get some protein and stuff, strong man. I'm like, hey, so you guys sell Ninja Turtle stuff, right? And like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What are you doing here, son? I'm like, <laughs> toys, dude. Ninja Turtles. Um, so I got so excited. And so again, the camera cut out. That's just part of the way it is. We're just gonna have to learn to accept that until someone wants to put more money into the show, which is me, but I can't cause I spent it all on Ninja Turtle stuff. But regardless, yes. Um, I went there and I, I got some Ninja Turtle thing and it was super exciting and I can't wait to just try all of it. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> that's what I went to go do. And also the guy there had a soul patch and I didn't know they made those anymore. Right? Now, soul patch, for people that don't know, is just a little sliver of hair that you just put on your face for whatever reason. They should call it you missed a spot because there's just there's just and why is it there? Why? And who has a soul patch in 2022? Um, so it was just funny to see because it's just like you can't just start leaving facial geometry just wherever you want. And the same thing that goes with like Hitler had that too, just a little bit of thing. And how he got anybody to follow him and lead or whatever to be a menacing guy, horrible dude. How he got anybody to do anything he wanted while looking that stupid is beyond me, right? So, <laughs> could you imagine Hitler with a soul patch? Um, so yeah, this guy had a soul patch and he was swole to the maxes and and he just looked like he was from 1999 and and, uh, and he sold me my Ninja Turtle things. It kind of looks like a goat, but that's besides the point, guys. I'm excited. I can't wait to go try it. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Nothing else much happened there. I also, dude. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm I don't I wouldn't say I'm a road rager at all. I'm not an aggressive driver. But I love to race people, okay? Just random people. They don't even know we're racing most of the time. 
Um, but I'm just quick to the point, dude. Just like get off, uh, just off the get off, dude. Red light, turning and burning. Okay. Um, to be like, what the frick? Is that a minivan? He makes that minivan. He, it's a minivan, but he drives it like a mega van. Let me tell you, it's a the if the van may be many, but the heart is large. You feel me? Um, so yeah, and I just keep burning people, and a couple times people do realize, like, what is this guy trying to beat me, huh? I'm like, <laughs> I got Ninja Turtle pre-workout, and, um, so I'm cooking these people, and we're racing side by side, and I'm, I'm getting off, and we're trying to beat each other to this turn, right? And he's like, I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna get him. I'm like, no, you won't, dude! See how excited I am? Boom! Um, so yeah, no one can beat me, dude. And I'm always, I'm always so quick and I'm so excited. And, and, you know, and people might argue that as a reckless driving, but I would, I would argue the same thing, dude. I, I wreck a lot less when I drive here. I wreck less. Okay. Now, some people might say it's wreckful driving to others. Sure. But to me, never, no accidents like the way I drive. Okay. I'm fast and safe and that's just how I roll it. So it's always an exciting moment when you see someone across the aisle and they're like, Hey dude, I'm going to beat you. Right. It becomes this little game and you're staring down the eyes of the barrel, right? Acceleration station, man. And so we're, we're both trying to turn left here, get down this lane. I'm like, this is mine. It's all mine. It's all me. And I crank it because nobody beats old Giddy Up McSkittle, dude. That's my name when I'm driving. I call myself Giddy Up McSkittle because I just get so, so amped up. Here comes Giddy Up McSkittle rounding the left turn. Nobody can catch him because he's going so fast. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't even know what I'm saying, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's me, dude. I throw it on the window. You, you'll never catch Giddy Up McSkittle, dude. Y'all will remember this day is the day you almost caught Giddy Up McSkittle, dude. Tires as sweet as candy. Um, so yeah, I drive fast, but he talks even faster. Um, so yeah, that's, that was my whole journey. And it was good, dude. It was good. It was a good fun time. So Ninja Turtles time. I don't really know what I talked about on the show. I'm just having a good time and I'm feeling happy and excited, guys. I will say that I also need to start doing some prep for the show. Better notes. Adjust the cameras some ways in some way. Um, adjust the lights because they're so freaking hot and beaming. It's just boom, just melting. But that's okay. We like the heat. Um... But yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just all over the place. But I'm I'm having good. The show's managing. We're surviving, right? We're just kind of staying on the surface, and uh, and something I want to get better at doing is is doing a warm up episode, right? And to just talk, just kind of talk, because that's where the best nuggets I find come out. It's when I just keep on speaking like this. Now, right now, I'm saying words. They don't have any value, right? Like the way what I'm saying right now is not leading anywhere. I'm out of notes. I'm out of things to say. I, this show begins and ends with my grandfather's birthday. So the rest of this is just rambling. Um, you know, the RPMs here rambles per minute. So I, uh, I like to just talk and see where that leads because sometimes we find something. We find a little gold, right? You find a diamond in the crap. You can't be afraid to swim through the mud, to swim through the poo, the dookie, to find that diamond. And I guess it really depends on how deep this freaking, this poo swamp is to find that diamond. But when you find it, oh, it's so good. So again, right now, I'm just saying things. Are they funny? They are to me. But... 
you know, these words are just words and it's fun to talk and see where your brain leads. Now, I don't have anything in particular I want to say right now. So we are going to end the show very shortly because this camera's clipped out twice, which means we're probably around 25 minutes. And that means that my mom is patiently waiting and that it is raining in Ohio. Um, so I hope she's okay. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm having a good time and I think she'll understand. Um, yeah. Is there anything else I want to say directly? I could keep on talking. So part of me, this, this is where you end up, right? And that's why they end the show before we keep finding more diamonds. Right now we're in the crap. We're in the poo, you know? So we're in the freaking septic tank, dude. People are getting the pool tank. No, 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 no. This is the septic. It's disgusting. Now, trust me. This isn't the best content we can provide. So part of me is like, this has been a fun, great show. Let's end it on the gold note. And the other part of me is like, let's get greedy. Let's keep reaching for more. We can keep finding more pieces of freaking dumb wisdom to go. So that's where it is. And, and yeah, my brain, I, I think I mentioned it for just a quick second when I was doing like a bit, but now my brain actually is thinking about, um, <laughs> what was I, I was, I said something about being a dentist, right? I was like, blah, 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 blah. um, isn't it crazy that people want to be dentists, right? <laughs> this is my brain asking the questions and people are like, well, you know, people have passion. I'm like, no, excuse me. I have a better explanation. Um, <laughs> so it is, it is kind of fascinating because when you hear other people's passions, um, and maybe this is just me. Like I just lack, <laughs> I lack understanding. You wait, you want to do what? You want to paint? And you're saying when you do that, you smile sometimes? No, you, you have a good time doing these things. You know, so uh, I need to learn to understand people's passions more. But when I think about certain jobs, like a dentist, I don't know how anybody just grows up wanting to be a dentist. It's always, I want to be an astronaut because I get to go to space or a fireman, policeman, superstar, actor, yeah, whatever it may be, you know, like just exciting. A lot of people like to be, well, I don't know if, I don't know if that's true if everybody wants to be the center of attention, but I know I sure do. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting to think, how do you get into wanting to clean somebody's teeth? How is that a thought that crosses your mind and you go, hmm, I want to work forever trying to achieve that goal i don't know and this is where myself i'm asking the questions and now someone might have an answer that might just be as simple as well you know a lot of people have different passions they grew up in a family business and you know they just grew up seeing something and they, they gravitated to it they found some fun i say no 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 i'll tell you what really happened so my theory that i'm going to make up right now is that in the primal times, dude, that people, when we were we were growing up with the dinosaurs and such, there was a need to help the non-carnivore dinosaurs, right? These bigger dinosaurs, and they were getting stuff stuck in their teeth forever, but they needed someone to help clean them. So some they had some people, some tribal cavemen, that had to clean the dinosaurs' teeth just to try and make them feel better, and that came from a passionate nature of people who loved the dinosaurs, and, and I think ancestral passing down through the lines of generations, that's still in there somewhere. So the people that are cleaning our teeth really cleaned the dinosaurs. So in some way, if you're going to the dentist right now, you're a dinosaur, okay? Because that's you're satisfying a need. Um, so that's what makes me feel better, and I've come up with my own conclusion. And I could sit here and theorize for hours and hours about why else that might be. 
It might be because somebody else feels so disgusting about their own mouth that they're overly compelled to clean others. And that might be a little bit of OCD or a, a controlling thing. You know, someone's like, oh, I, just, I, don't, know, I don't like it when my teeth are dirty. I got to make sure everyone's mouth is clean, dude. Or, or it could be, you know, when your parents are like, oh, you dirty mouth, man. I'll wash your mouth out. And like, well, maybe I'll wash everyone's mouth out. Maybe I'll clean every mouth on the planet. You know, maybe that's how dentists come to be. I have no idea. Um, but these are the ways that my brain just starts to think. Um, this is a little bit of an after show that we're going. And this is what I want the podcast podcast to continue to be is to kind of just let myself have some fun and ramble here because I, I get so over the top man you get so afraid of is this perfect is this right like anything people are very judgmental of ourselves and you only really learn how to not be so critical of yourself when you spend a lot of time and get to know yourself throwback it goes around dude full circus more like full circle hey um, but yeah, you know, you, it's, it's like anything, dude, we're, we've all, we're all judges of ourselves. We're very critical. Um, and this might be another more fake philosophical thing. Uh, you know, we're very, <laughs> it makes me laugh because I don't know where it's going and I'm speaking from a point of wisdom. Um, but yeah, we're very critical of ourselves. It's like somewhere deep inside of us. We've all got our own Simon Cowell. Just mm, bzz, not good enough. No, you see the way you're doing, you sound like a blown donkey. Hmm? Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, I don't think so. Horrible. Tasteless. Don't like it. You know? So we've, we have people, we have, a, we, have an, we have an inner Simon Cowell that we've just got to shut up and boot off the stage. You need that inner Randy Jackson that says, you know what? I like what you're doing, dog. Okay? And who doesn't like dogs, right? That, that sounds good. I like what you're doing. It sounds good. You know, he didn't say yes to everybody, but he was, he was very complimentary and he twisted. So, you know, appreciation for... Randy Jackson, but you know, you got to find that inner piece of you that's not so critical. And right now I'm trying to let out my inner Randy Jackson. I'm trying to just let myself be. You got to let yourself be so you can let yourself see. Okay. A. I don't have anything. Isn't that crazy? I thought I, had, I thought I was going somewhere with that. A. Hey, over here. Be yourself so you can see the light of the tunnel. Well, uh, I guess the best I got. It's a little bit of an elementary, um, you know, cipher. There. All right, guys. I think that's it. I do need to go pick up my mom. She's she's actually gonna beat me up. Um, but I appreciate you guys so much. Hope you had some fun enjoying the show. And I don't know how long this was. Hope my mom is not soaking wet. Wherever she's at. I hope I, she she shouldn't be soaking wet. Actually, I mean, she, she she shouldn't be soaking wet. She went to her friend's house. Um, but it that's a funny thought. If her friend was just like, I'm sorry, dude. I got to go to sleep. And I can't, I can't like, just leave you in the house because I don't know if you're going to lock the door behind you and I don't want to stay up. And they just put her outside. That would be funny. Not for my mom, but just as a concept point. To be like, mm, listen, I know. I know it's raining, but... You know, <laughs> so I'm going to go take care of my mom just in case her friends kicked her out of the house, guys. I'm having fun. I'm going to go drink some. I got a lot of things to do. I'm excited. I love you guys. Thanks for being around here. Full circus. I'll see you. And all the supportive family members, the people that are listening. Um, I love you. Have some fun. This is the real authentic me, baby. We live at a six or a seven, sometimes an eight, but it's very rare. That's only when we're going. But thanks to this little condensed, um, we got to try and dial it back because we're talking so fast, guys. I, I need to make sure I don't get too high because we get to the eight, man. When you turn into an eight, 
you turn into old giddy up McSkittle, dude. And when you're giddy up McSkittle, it's hard to giddy up McSkittle down, okay? I don't even know. It's hard to McSkedaddle when, you, uh, when you're McSkittling around. So, guys, it's been Full Circus. Let's drop it down to about a five or a six. I understand that you guys have spent your time with me for a while and you guys got things to do and maybe it's time for you to get off that treadmill. So I'm, uh, I'm going to say thanks for tuning into the show and I'll see you in the next week. Right on that. Thanks, guys. Peace. I'm coming, mama.